Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Career Talk Radio. This is your host, the career engineer, and we want to thank all of our listeners around the globe for tuning in with us this bright and early Saturday morning. It is 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we have a show for you. You all know we talk about Career Talk Radio being the place where we keep it real, we keep it organic. We want to make sure that we can do all we can to ensure that Monday morning is better. So I'm going to go ahead and put our number out there. We have an amazing, amazing guest on the line. We've already got phone lines blowing up. We're doing a special 60-minute segment. As you all know, we have the uh, wonderful Mr. Alfred Edmund, Jr. You all hear me talk about this gentleman all the time on my Twitter, on my Facebook. And the value of social media, as you know how to build relationships, but I have often called him affectionately my Twitter, Facebook godfather. The fellow is the most inspirational guy on the planet, plus he brings it. And we want to make sure that you get it when we have him up here to answer your questions. Uh, the chat room is open. We, we uh, All my guests, and I love that you guys are already lining you know, up. My phone lines are full already. I haven't even shared what our topic is, and you all have already blown up the phone lines. But come into the chat room, sign in so you can post your questions. We have the awesome teen entrepreneur, Nehemiah H. Productions, who's monitoring our chat room this morning, and he'll make sure you get your full. The number, 718-664-6880. Again, our call-in hotline for Career Talk Radio, 718 664 880. When you call, you have a whopping 30 seconds, guys, because I want to make sure we get everything in here. You have to raise your hand, press number one, so I can know you have a question. And we love the fact all of you who listen on the radio, I mean, on the, on the phone, to listen to us. I'm going to have to cut some of y'all off with that today because we want to make sure we get the calls in uh, for folks who want to ask Mr. Alfred uh, some great information. We're talking about the big E's. Come on, everything is E around here. Employment. Um, environment, entrepreneurship, economy, you know, and nobody else uh, can bring it to us on those four E's, plus give his take, best practices, some lessons learned, so we can also make sure we are personally empowered to rock and roll on Monday morning. Again, our, our number, 718 Raise your hand, number one, so I can with, push keypad number one, so I can know you have a question. If I see this number up here, and there's, I'm gonna I find out what y'all doing and find out what's up. So uh, remember, we have Alfred Edmonds coming here. Let me take a let me give you a little bit about this fellow. I mean, his his uh, bio is amazing. So I'm going to give you a little bit of meat and potatoes here. But Alfred Edmund Jr. is the editor in chief of BlackEnterprise.com and a senior. Vice President of Earl G. Gray's Publishing, Inc., the website's parent company. Alfred is responsible, I mean, my goodness, he's responsible for the planning and development of the website's content, as well as hiring and overall supervision of the editorial staff, which consists of editors, writers, bloggers, and contributing editors. Edmund sits on the, on the Black Enterprise Editorial Board and is also responsible for helping to set and enforce quality standards for the content of the major franchises of Black Enterprise, including... The BlackEnterprise.com, Black Enterprise Magazine, Black Enterprise Keys to a Better Life podcast series, live networking events such as the Entrepreneurs Conference. That's going to be hot. We're going to make sure we get information about that. And the Women of Power Summit and our world with Black Enterprise and Black Enterprise Bench Reports TV shows. So Alfred brings it, and we're so proud and blessed that he's taken the time out of his extremely busy schedule to come here and chat with Career Talk Radio. So don't click that mouse, don't change that dial, don't go anywhere. This is Career Talk Radio, and we will be right back, and you will meet the one, the only, my Twitter godfather, Alfred Edmonds. Don't go anywhere. This is Career Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Are you ready to make Monday mornings better? 
Then stop daydreaming and do it. The Career Engineer is here to guide you step-by-step in your career, business, and life. Don't get anxious. Get prepared and log on to thecareerengineers.com and change your future today. Francina R. Harrison, the career engineer, is a nationally recognized career and business expert, speaker, author, and she's known as the queen of networking. The career engineer has been featured on the Tavis Smiley Show, the Chicago Tribune, Seattle Times, and hundreds of websites, branding her presence around the globe. That's right. So don't get anxious. Get prepared to take your business and career to the highest level. Call today, 420-1109. 420-1109 or log on to thecareerengineers.com and register for our upcoming business and career networking event where great minds come together. Call 420-1109, thecareerengineer.com. Remember, don't get anxious, get prepared. Hi everyone, this is Francina House from The Career Engineer and we are totally excited. We want to invite you to the TCE Summer Networking on the Beach. That's right, Summer Networking on the Beach. That's June 18th this year starting at 6 p.m. You've got to be a part of this. You can go online, tcenow.com. Again, tcenow.com. Click our events and learn all about this wonderful event. We've got Dr. Letitia Wright from California, known as the little Oprah to the nation and the big Oprah of California. You have got to meet this award-winning celebrity, TV host, and movie producer. It doesn't get any better than that. Go directly to our site, tcenow.com, or directly to the link, tcesummer.eventbrite.com. Again, tcesummer.eventbrite.com. Bright is B-R-I-T-E, by the way. This is your career engineer. We want our vendors in the house. We want you in the house. It doesn't get any better than networking TCE style on the beach. And we've got Dr. Wright flying out from California. Come on, folks. Don't get anxious. Get prepared. Network on the beach. Talk radio. Come on, you guys. You know, TC has to pay their bills, right? Expensive things. Welcome to the Career Talk Radio Show. Eric code 718 If you have a question for the guru himself, uh, Mr. Alfred Edmonds. And again, without any further ado, I mean, TCE, TCE Global listeners, stand up, straighten your backs, get your pen and paper ready. Mr. Edmonds is here. Good morning, Alfred. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing really great based on what you just read about me. Oh, man. I want to meet that brother. Oh, well, you know, you look in the mirror because he's looking right back at you. Look in the mirror. He's looking right back at you. Again, thank you so much. We know how busy you are and to take some time on your Saturday morning to spend time with the hardest working sister in career and employment and business, you know. Next to Adrian Graham, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I tell people you make time for the things that are important. You always have enough time. So so uh, it, 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 it's, it's due to the respect I have for you and the message that you send and the work that you do. And even what I've learned from you over our time, knowing each other, particularly in social media, that, uh, you know, this is not this is a good investment of my time. This is not just spending time. It's investing time. So I, I'm thanking you right up front for allowing me to be a guest on your show. Wow. You, you all hear that? Look at the wisdom already. In, invest your time, not just spend your time. Folks can put that on their, their little school list and, and do that. All right, well, let's dive right into this. And we've already have the callers. Their hands are up. But let me just give a little bit more meat uh, for what we're talking about today. You know, when I when Alfred agreed to invest his time and be here on the show, I definitely want to hit those biggies. I mean, everything is is, is got the ease today. We're talking employment, we're talking economy, environment, entrepreneurship. Edmund. And, and Edmund. <laughs> that's a little e, though. That's not oh, a biggie. That's a little e. Oh, oh man, that's the big e. <laughs> so you know, and you know, the Department of Labor stats came out yesterday. We had a little Wall Street scare going on yesterday. Just in generalistic terms from what you see, I mean, again, you're up here at CNN, you do your radio thing, you're all over the place. Um, you know, and from an economic perspective, I mean, how are we doing? Are, are we is, is are we half full or are we half empty? What's your take on that? Um, I, we're headed in the right direction. I try to get into the half full, half empty thing because given depending on which day you're, you're looking at and 
what the stock market did that day and what the economic indicators are that day and different numbers come out. All you get on a daily basis is really a snapshot in time, and, and I'm a big believer in not reacting to the snapshot. I'm watching the whole movie, seeing how it's going to end. Um, and uh, I happen to think things are headed in the right direction. Uh, we had no place to go but up, <laughs> given where the economy was um, last year and the year before last. Uh, so it's headed in the right direction. Is it going fast enough? I don't think anybody would say it's going fast enough, but it's going in the right direction. That's what we need. I love it. It's going in the right direction, absolutely. And one of the first E's I think I want to hit, maybe looking at the employment numbers that came out. And I know, Air Code 678, your hand's up, and I'm going to come to you in a few minutes. So let me just jump into one of those E's. Um, you know, the Department of Labor, you know, every, and for those of you who don't know this, you need to know. You need to know where to get your sources and your stats from. Uh, DOL.gov or BLS.gov. First Friday of every month, we bring out our employment situation report. Numbers look great. According to the stats, 290,000 folks got jobs uh, for last month. However, unemployment rate went up 9.9% from 9.7. So, uh, like you said, it seems like things are doing well. But let, let me throw a couple of stats at you real quick, uh, Alfred, and get your your proactive response, because I know you're not a reactive kind of guy. Um, <laughs> so your proactive response. When we look at those numbers of unemployment, this is something I've often read out. Let me just read them to you. I want to get your, your, your comment on them. For our, our white Americans, because you guys know TC is a global show. I have my European brothers and sisters and my Asian brothers and sisters. Uh, for white Americans, the unemployment rate is 9.9%, so it's under, I mean 9.9%, I'm sorry, 90 uh, for adult men, 10.1. Adult women, 8.2. Teenagers, 25.4%. Blacks, 16.5%. Hispanics, 12.5%. And our Asian Americans are only 6.8% unemployed. And again, the national numbers is 9.9. But African Americans, 16.5. Teenagers, 25. Almost a quarter of all teenagers, according to this data, are unemployed. Give me your insight, brother. Can you share some wisdom? What can we do to change those numbers? Well, I think I think we really got to focus in two areas. Um, obviously, unemployment in urban communities, which is where largely where the African American and Latino unemployment is coming from, it, it's got to be a priority. Um, you can't do kind of a national uh, effort without doing some targeted work. And, and Mark Morial, the New York, I mean, the National Urban League, are among those that said you got to do some targeted work in specific urban areas where. A big bulk of, of black and Latino unemployed really is is, is uh, aggregated. The second thing, and this is the one that I think that we don't pay enough attention to, is the unemployment among teens and young adults. Uh, that really has a lot more um, uh, potential to threaten our economy over the long haul than than the current unemployment figures. Because what's happening is young people between the ages of say let's say 15 and 25 who should be getting their first early work experiences are having that situation delayed, even if they have college degrees. And that, that I think, is, it will have some longer-term implications for America as a nation and for uh, black and Latino America in particular, because you have young people who are just not getting that job experience early on that's necessary to start their careers. Uh, this is one of the reasons why, we'll get into it later, entrepreneurship and teaching entrepreneurial principles is so important. Yeah, absolutely. Because it seems like in, even in today's workforce, being whether or not you're going to work for yourself, having the entrepreneurial uh, spirit on the job is where we're going in the 21st century workplace, or actually where we are. So I, I definitely agree. Let me go to the phone lines. I'm going to pull someone in now. Um, actually, error code six seven eight five eight zero. Error code six seven eight. Hey, share your name, and I think that's Hotlanta. <laughs> it's Hotlanta and it's Adrian. Hi, everybody. See, you oh, talked her up. You talked her up. <laughs> Start hey, us off. You guys were talking about me. I missed that. <laughs> oh, we knew them ears was burning. Yeah, yeah. Well, Miss uh -huh. Fearless Woman Networker herself, good morning. Thanks for squeezing. Well, thanks for investing your time with of us course. this morning. I actually I decided to call. I'm, I'm heading out to the golf course to do some networking, but I was like, my two favorite people are on. Let me call and say hello. And first of all, Mr. Edmonds, it's a big E, not a little E. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Never a little E, a big E. Mm -hmm. But, no, everything that you guys are talking about is so on point, especially the entrepreneurship portion of it, because I think that we're such a reactive society. We don't think about entrepreneurship and other plan B, plan C, plan D types that should be in play when we're, when we're worried about the economy. 
So that's why I'm glad that programs like the Black Enterprise Entrepreneurs Conference is around. They're around, you know, so to help us or help those who are looking to go that route to get that kind of motivation and experience to set out on their own. So that's another E, a big E, that's that's a big factor. Hey, see, I like her. Yeah, I, I like her too. I, I think she has some some value she brings yeah, to the yeah. table, some big V value from this. For Miss Empower Me, another E, right? Empower. That's a big old E. Another big old E. Thank, thank you so much. Well, thank you, my sister from Hotlanta, who's going to go no, network no. on the golf course, which is important for entrepreneurship and employment. But um, you know me, my heart goes out. Thanks for uh, giving us a buzz this morning. And you know, try, don't 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 hurt them while you're out there networking. Don't hurt them, okay? They, 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 no, no hurt myself. That's what you should say. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I'll thanks. talk to you guys later. Right. Alfred, I'll see you next week. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Drinks right, yeah. are on you. Uh, all right. Hey, first there round, you go. First round. Yeah, there Keeps you go. putting the small print in there. First round. Oh yeah, you know, you know, it's gonna be all over Twitter tomorrow. So you know, it's all, it's yeah. all good. It's all good. Again, well, we I got are talking later. <laughs> all right. Thank you, sister. I call us Sage. She knows Miss Graham, the, the diva of networking herself, and we thank her for squeezing some time from her wonderful uh, schedule as well. We're this is Career Talk Radio, and we are chatting with. Um, Alfred Edmonds, Jr., the Senior Vice President, Editor-in-Chief, BlackEnterprise.com, who just gave us a couple things we need to do to work on an employment piece. If you have a direct question for Alfred, 718-664-6880. Again, 718-664-6880. I've got my four lines lit up. I need to know if you all have questions. I'm going to be coming to you soon, 443-770 and 212 area code so let's make sure you have your questions ready and all others are welcome to call all right so we've talked about this employment situation again numbers are looking good but unemployment rate has gone up i think um employment and uh let's go hit that entrepreneurship because you know i'm all about that as well um in terms of entrepreneurs and, and where we're going in this economy uh, what are you seeing out there? Because, again, you have your show. I mean, you have the Chicago radio show. You're, you're, you're always talking about these issues on CNN uh, and for this global workforce. I mean, we know folks are getting laid off, and many folks are starting to hang up their shingle. Uh, what are some best practices in terms of entrepreneurship you're seeing? And then also we're going to ask you to share lessons learned. So give us your insight on that. Well, as, as you mentioned, each week, uh, in addition to being editor-in-chief of blackenterprise.com, where we address these issues daily and even hourly on the website, um, I'm a weekly host of the Urban Business Roundtable on WVON out of Chicago, um, the voice of the nation mm-hmm. out of Chicago, the legendary black radio station in Chicago. Um, so these are issues that we address all the time. And, and while the current economy is, is moving a lot of people to look at entrepreneurship, the truth is at every economic downturn of the last probably 40 to 50 years, more people will look at entrepreneurship. And what I'm telling people now is that instead of doing that when things are in critical condition, when times are, are of crisis, um, you need to have an entrepreneurial mindset all the time. Um, we're moving into what one of my close um, friends tells me is the creative economy, meaning that you're working for yourself all the time. You're in business all the time, whether you're working at a regular job, whether you're a freelancer, a consultant, or a traditional entrepreneur. And the sooner you can accept that and embrace that, the more successful you'll be in the economy in the long run. Um, as you know, um, next week, uh, beginning May 16th, the 15th annual Black Enterprise Entrepreneurs Conference is, is coming up in Atlanta, which, um, which is where I'll be seeing Adrian. Um, it's from the 16th to the 19th. It's the largest gathering of black entrepreneurs um, and aspiring entrepreneurs in the country every year. I'm told maybe in the world, but I definitely can vouch for it in the country. Mm-hmm. And this year is going to be more people than we've ever, we've ever had because you have a lot of people who are saying, you know, now is the time whether it's out of necessity or out of, of, of um, my desire to finally get out there and do my own thing in the economy and, and gain some entrepreneurial connections, principles, contracts. And I think that's a healthy mindset to have even after the economy recovers. Um, there's nothing wrong with having a job. I have a job. But my I work my job as if I am an entrepreneur. My number one client is Black Enterprise. My number two client is WBON. My number three clients are uh, the people who may hire me to do public speaking engagements or other media appearances. But I operate as if I am an entrepreneur, even though I am a traditional, uh, you know, um, full-time employee. And I think that's the way people are going to have to operate in order to survive the, the new economy, even when the economy recovers. Wow. You know, amazing. And, again, you all, I told you all, I told you he brings it. I loved when you said creative 
economy that we all, you know, we can create the economy that we want, but when you just share, we need to use those entrepreneurship muscles, uh, meaning the big muscle in between the two ears um, that we have, to think, you know, think of that job that we have, the traditional job, as our entrepreneurship. In fact, one of the things that we often say with career engineers is we call them corporate sponsors. So, so you know, uh, Black Enterprise is probably your chief corporate sponsor, but you have others, you know. You Absolutely. have others. And, 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 if, and folks who just heard him drop that bomb on you, on Monday morning, I want you all to come that way at your jobs, your traditional jobs, that you are the entrepreneur on the job and you're going to create your own economy. Now tell us more. You mentioned again that we know May uh, the, the uh, BE Entrepreneur Conference. How can folks be a part of that? You want to drop a link with us, or, or how folks can register? Oh, still have space. It's very easy. Uh, you go to BlackEnterprise.com, um, click on events. You'll see in the drop down um, our major events and entrepreneurs conferences. Obviously, right up there. You click on that. It tells you everything you need to know. Um, some of the, we have, we always have great speakers. Uh, and let me say this before I even drop the names of the speakers. Mm-hmm. One of the unique things about this conference is that every panelist is a business owner. Um, I go to lots of conferences where people are trying to tell me how to do stuff and they're not doing it themselves. We <laughs> built this conference around people who are already owners of successful businesses and who know what they're talking about because they're doing it every day. Um, and that ranges from you know the, the BE100, CEOs of the nation's largest black-owned companies in the country who will be out there, as well as other entrepreneurs at every level, um, Damon Johns, of FUBU, and obviously recently of Shark Tank is going to be there. Um, the head of the Minority Business Development Agency, David Henson, is going to be there. Um, we have some inspirational stuff, so every year there's an inspirational, um, two inspirational breakfasts, and one of them is going to be Lisa Nichols, uh, who does some powerful, powerful work, and um, Bishop Eddie Long from New Birth um, uh, Baptist Church, Missionary Baptist Church in, in Lithonia, Georgia, mm-hmm. who has uh, been very vocal about entrepreneurship and the church's role in seeding entrepreneurship and entrepreneurial endeavors, and he's been on the cover of Black Enterprise um, before. Wow. So you're talking about the best and the brightest, and you just got to go to blackenterprise.com and, and click on the events link on the home page. It'll tell you everything you need to know. Excellent, excellent. And we have time. We're early in May, and everyone needs to get down there. Maybe one day we'll got to see if we can bring that Black Enterprise Conference to to my planet, my world, Virginia Beach, the water, you know, something. We may have to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need to talk about it. I ain't mad at you. All right. Hey, come on. I got water. If nothing else, I've got water. <laughs> we can make it feel really good here in the Virginia Beach area. We are talking to Mr. Alfred Edmonds, the senior uh, VP, editor-in-chief, blackenterprise.com. He is sharing. We're talking economy. We're talking big E's. We're talking uh, employment. And we're going to talk a little bit more as we come back with Mr. Edmonds. We're going to take a quick little commercial break. Let me throw the numbers. Now, my lines are full, but air code 443-770-734. Look what you're doing, Alfred. You're, you're taking uh, – yeah, these folks are calling all over the place. Raise your hand so we can make sure we get your questions online. And folks in the chat room, uh, make sure you post your questions so we can read them out to Alfred. We are here with a gem, a guru, my Twitter god daddy, and my Facebook cousin, uh, Mr. Alfred Edmonds. Don't go anywhere. Don't click the mouse. Don't do any of that thing. We will be right back. You know, this is your career engineer here on Career Talk Radio. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. One moment, please. A push-up moment from the career engineer. Declare what you don't want to do. Fact, I don't like okras. Therefore, I don't eat okras. I enjoy collards instead. If you don't like something, stop pursuing it. Your declarations will release you to pursue those areas where your interests, gifts, talents, and strengths can shine. Power statement, when you love what you do, you'll never be forced to go to work every day. This is Francina Harrison, the career engineer. Thank you for listening. Seeking a career change? More than 7 million people are out of work. Don't get anxious, get prepared. Call Francina Harrison, the career engineer, at 757-420-1109. The career engineer can help you move your life and career to the next level. Featured in national publications and author of the internationally sold self-help book, A Mind to Work, Francina Harrison excels as the career engineer and can help you discover who you are in work and life. The career engineer offers career development strategies, career seminars, networking, lunch and learn, monthly meetings, and professional one-on-one consultations. You don't have to go it alone. Visit www.thecareerengineers.com for details, self-review tools, employer services, and more. Hampton Roads employers, access about spotlighting your business to targeted career seekers. 757-420-1109. Call today, The Career Engineers. 
we're coming back to Red Talk Radio. We're talking about those big keys, employment, economy, the environment, entrepreneurship, and to talk with that is our gigantic E, Mr. Alfred Edmonds, who is the Senior Vice President, BlackEnterprise.com, editor-in-chief, guru, the man with all the answers who's keeping it real for us so we can know how to make sure our Monday morning is better and how to make sure we are not anxious, but prepared in our careers, our life, and business. Now, you know, Alfred, I often, um, you know, I've been posting some things. we all got the green economy. Everybody's buzzing on the wave, jumping on the green wave, you know. Um, of course, we've had that terrible disaster out there in the Gulf with the accidents that can happen with traditional waves of power. Um, and then, you know, you all had that Black Enterprise um, Energy Summit, which I attended, which was just an amazing, amazing event. I wished... Everyone that could have got to D.C. could have been there, but it was an amazing event where you had some folks who know what they're doing, sharing intel that can really inspire our Mondays. On the environmental scene, the green scene, entrepreneurs, and particularly even people of color, are we, on, are we in position to take advantage of this whole new um, econ, you know, uh, green or uh, the green economy, or are we five steps behind, and what can we do different? Well, I think we're – Maybe three steps behind, but we were like 30 steps behind. (laughs) (laughs) So once again, are we where we need to be? No, but we certainly are headed in the right direction. Um, The idea of of the environment and the idea that black and green go together um, is something that that we've been championing in the magazine and more recently on the website for a long time, long before it became fashionable. We were so happy that uh, President Obama kind of put it at front and center as a an engine for the, the future economy, um, and uh, in fact, if you go to blackenterprise.com and our small business channel, um, we aggregate all of our um, green environmental business and investing and home ownership and other content around green issues because we do believe black and green go go together. And in the magazine, we do a series of stories that you see in an issue that's tagged be, being i b e black enterprise being green. Uh, because this is something that we've believed in um, for a very long time, not just from the standpoint of, yes, it's what we need to do to protect the earth, but also because this is a true economic engine of the 21st century, and African-American business owners, professionals, and investors need to be on the front end of that trend and not on the back end. Love it, love it. So, folks, all right, so I love you said black and green go together. Black, green, white, tan, brown, it all goes with the green. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. You know, green, green is a good complementary color. Yeah, it is. Green and the other green is, is definitely a great color. What I'm going to do, I know all our lines are full up, and I don't know if folks have these questions, but I'm going to hit somebody and actually, you know what, my chat guy, let me give a push-up to our team. We have a, a, a 16-year-old who I pay an hourly rate. You'll know this. You'll love this right out, who, to manage our chat room, and he's uh, doing a great job there. And we have a question. I'm going to make sure I read it right. This is for you, Alfred. Let's see. This is from uh, Phyllis Slade, and she's actually one of our TCE members in Baltimore. Uh, and she has a question. She says, I'm a business owner hosting what I think is a good annual event. Uh, it's called the Wealth, the Wisdom, Wealth, and Wellness Seminar. I am interested in moving this program to a national audience. Any suggestions, sponsor ideas, or how someone can take their local vision and take it national? Well, let me answer the question in two ways. Um, one, to get a national event, you're going to need national sponsorship, and, and that's a very, very competitive arena. It doesn't mean you shouldn't pursue it, but it's an extremely competitive arena. So what I would probably would first do is approach companies in the financial services industry that are looking to, to get a message of, of, of financial education, financial literacy, um, and right now fiscal responsibility. That's all that insurance companies, banks, Investment firms are really trying to send the message of fiscal responsibility, in part because a big a big part of the economic problems we've had these last two two years is for is because of many of us both institutionally and individually thinking we could get something for nothing. Uh, we could get a mortgage, you know, that you know with almost a zero down payment, and and then we find out oh that mortgage didn't wasn't really a good mortgage, and it, it helped lead to the mortgage crisis. Mm-hmm. So I would first say I would approach. Um, Financial services companies that are looking to send a message of fiscal responsibility, and and they all are. They're, they're, um, many of our partners, um, we, we, you know, Wells Fargo advertises the Black Enterprise, Liberty Mutual, Allstate, State Farm, um, and the message Bank of America. And the message they're trying to send now to their constituents is: we, you can build wealth, you can be financially literate, 
but you need to do it in a responsible fashion for the sake of the long-term health of our economy and your own benefit as, a, as an investor, homeowner, um, et cetera. So that, that's that first thing. The second thing, though, I would say is I would rather have, and I've, I'm giving this advice to a lot of business people, okay. a very profitable local event than an unprofitable national event. Mm. Um, um, and I'll, I'll switch the gears to, to publishing. Uh, people say, oh, magazines are dead, magazines are dead. And I, my position is that magazines aren't dead. But if I was starting a, a business magazine today, I'd target a, I'd start a targeted local business magazine as opposed to trying to start a national magazine. It's easier to, to connect that to localized social media. It's easier to build a localized website. It's easier to get advertisers who may not have the resources to advertise on a national level but can afford a, a smaller local sponsorship or a local advertising deal. So I would say make sure you have maxed out all of the profitability potential of your local event before you change it to a national event. And maybe you go local, then regional, then national. Um, because the, the issue is profits. It's not size. Some people get caught up in having the biggest thing. I'd rather have a $100 million company that's throwing off 10% revenue than a $50 million company, but I'm losing money. Love it. So profit, not size, is important. <laughs> I love it. And, you know, we should know that. We should know. But, you know, I don't know sometimes as we're doing our thing. And, Phyllis, thank you for that wonderful question and all those who can benefit from what the intel that Alfred just shared with us. I don't know if the, if the bandy piece gets involved with some of us entrepreneurial, you know, well, folks. <laughs> well, it takes, it takes ego to be a successful entrepreneur. So some sure. people say, oh, well, that's ego and that's a bad thing. No. It takes ego to say, I'm going to stake out a claim in the marketplace. I'm going to fend off competitors. I'm going to find my customers. I'm going to you know, convince them of what they need or make sure that they know I'm the one to serve. It, it, it takes ego to be an entrepreneur. But you can't let the ego take you to the point where you start doing things to make yourself feel good as opposed to doing things that's really going to help you grow and, and maintain a, a strategic, profitable venture. Love it. We are talking to Alfred Edmonds, Jr., that's editor-in-chief, blackenterprise.com, uh, having a wonderful, candid discussion on business intel, career intel, but the bottom line, the big ease. We are definitely satisfying our appetite to know what we need to do to make sure Monday morning is better as we're talking employment, economy, environment, and definitely entrepreneurship because we have to go there. Uh, again, um, 718-664-6880, 718 Six eight eight zero or post your questions in the chat room. The chat is having a wonderful time. Um, in fact, we have another question from the chat. Let me hit there and then area code four four three six two one. I will be coming to you next. We have a question from uh, one of our, our parent coaching parents. Uh, he, Alfred Edmonds stated we should make our jobs work as if we are the CEO. Depending upon the type of job we have, how do we make that work for us? Well, you don't tie it, tie it to the type of job you have. First of all, no matter what job you have, if you treat your employer as a client, one of the first things you learn is your customer is always right. And the second thing you learn is you want to deliver your best work. You're not delivering your best work because you're trying to make your employer happy per se. And I'm talking to some people who have jobs that they're not necessarily happy with. You're doing it because you are establishing a reputation for excellence for your personal brand. Uh, you know, the word says, if I can't handle, you know, a guy can't trust you with the little things, how are you going to handle the big things? Right. Um, what I say to people is, uh, and this is something that was told to me um, when I was still in college, the road to heaven is paved through hell, which means you got to be able to deliver excellence whether you like your job or you don't, whether you like your boss or you don't, because that excellence at the job that you hate will be the, the stepping stone that you'll need to get to the job that you like or the job that you really want. So when you, once you start looking at yourself as me incorporated, then you're not basing your performance and your strategic planning on your clients. You're serving your clients so that you can grow your business strategically to where you want to go. Um, so I always tell people, don't, don't, don't get overly caught up in whether your job will, quote, unquote, allow you to operate as an entrepreneur. That's your client. You serve that client as best you can, and you use that positive performance to get better clients. And, and remember, and, and you know this, Francina, sometimes you've got to turn down certain people who want to be your clients. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you say the business is not worth it. Um, but the, the key to being able to do that is once you establish a reputation for excellence, and when you, you know you have a reputation for excellence when you don't have to say you're excellent. Other people do it for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you've got to go around saying you're, you're excellent, and then there's a problem. You're probably not really excellent. But when you can just be silent and other people are acknowledging your excellence, 
then you're getting into a position where you can say, this job is not the job for me, but I have the leverage, I have the equity in my brand now to let that go and go for something that's really more for me. You are listening to Alfred Edmonds uh, here on Career Talk Radio. I couldn't have said that any better. So, I mean, you know, when people, let folks talk about you. Don't talk about yourself. Let, let, let your reputation precede you. I think that is awesome. Again, give us a buzz, 718-664-6880, 718-664-6880. As my lines are full and I warned, I'm getting ready to click on uh, Erico 443. Um, Erico four four three six two one. You are on Career Talk Radio. Do you have a question or comment for our wonderful, amazing guest, Mr. Alfred Edmonds? Hello, Erico four four three. You're on Career Talk Radio. Okay, we have some dead air there. We're going to continue to move forward. Let me go ahead and jump to. Um, oh, hold on. We have Erico two one two. I'm coming to you now. Everybody's raising their hand. Erico two one two. Welcome to Career Talk Radio. You have a question for Alfred? Yes, Mr. Edmonds, this is Eula Young. How are you? Hey, how you doing, Eula? I'm calling because um, I'm an entrepreneur. I own my own business, and um, it's a video marketing, video production company. And one of the things that I have a lot of questions people ask me is building relationships via social media. And what are your tips for doing that successfully? Well, let me say, first of all, if you're not if you're not doing social media and you don't have a web presence, and I'm partially quoting um, our publisher Earl G. Graves, who actually addressed this in his column um, in Black Enterprise recently, you're not in business. You're just playing at it. I mean, this this is digital media and 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 digital marketing is driving other media and other marketing. It doesn't mean other types of marketing doesn't matter. You still have to do all that other stuff, but you need to have a social media presence. So this is for all those people who are kind of dragging their feet about. Well, do I really want to be on Facebook? Do I really want to be tweeting? Do I? What, you know, no, you have to because if you don't, you're really pretty much invisible to a growing proportion of the of the marketplace. That said, uh, my thing is that you should go in understanding that you're there to be part of a community. And unfortunately, some people believe that you're there to use it the way you would use a traditional marketing effort. So they want to blast. Their, their message to all of their followers. They want to post, you know, oh, this is what I'm selling and this is what I'm doing. And there's, there's some of that that should be there, but it probably should be no more than 10% of that. The rest of it should be, here's how I can help you. Here's how I can connect you to other people that I know. Here's something that really helped me to get through the day and I'm going to share it with you. You want to operate as part of a community because if you're operating as part of a community, people trust you. And then as people get to trust you, then when you share something about your business or about the service that you provide, they really are, are, are see that as an authentic recommendation and not you just trying to push something on them. Uh, there are people who are just nothing but living spammers on, on, on websites um, and on, on social media networks, and, and it's because they don't know any better often. I try to go on, and, yeah, I tweet stuff about black enterprise. Everybody knows that. But I spend a lot of time not even talking about black enterprise, um, sometimes to the great dismay of my kids who think I you know, act a fool on Twitter or Facebook. But the goal is to present yourself as a real person you know, and, and to connect with other real people. And, and there's nothing like authenticity. Um, I think President Obama is, is a poster child for that. You don't always agree with him, but he's authentic. You don't feel like you're getting flim-flammed. You don't feel like he's just telling you what you want to hear. And that's what people want to hear in social media from, from business people. They don't want to feel like you're on there trying to trick me into buying your service. You're just trying to be helpful and trying to be part an asset to the collective. That's all you're trying to do. Thank wow. you so much for that advice. I truly appreciate it. I followed you from MySpace. Now I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I love hearing about your children and, and all the information that you give out and, and post. Well, that, that you're a living witness about how I act on social media, for better or for worse. <laughs> yeah, and Eula, thanks so much. I mean, you're calling from good old, you know, NYC, and we'll be yes. up there May 20th. Hopefully we'll connect. But that social media question was so on point. In fact, we had another person that had a question about that, but the way you put it out there and the way Alfred responded, I mean, that's poetry, poetry and business. I love it. Thank you, Francine. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to Mr. Edmonds. Yeah, no problem. Great okay. talking to you, Eula. Thank you. Take care. All right. Thank you, dear. Thank you, dear, for, for supporting. She's a wonderful lady. We we met on, she and I met on Twitter or, I mean, LinkedIn, I think 150 years ago is what it feels like. But, but Alfred, I have to say, I, I appreciated how you responded about the real, 
the authenticity, being genuine, because that's one of the things we've often shared. You know, we need to build relationships, and we talk about that quite a bit. And everyone is so, you know, point, click, and in a hurry. You know, point, click, and in a hurry. Let me get 50,000 folks following me on Twitter and, and give them my link for the, you know, potion, ointment, lotion, and pills or what have you. Right, and, right. And, and folks have forgot that the Internet is all about relationships. I know relationships take a little bit of time, and folks seem that they don't have the time investment, but you, I mean, your, your eloquent response was just wonderful. I'm so glad that you, that you know, you. I've been preaching this to the choir, and nobody's listening to me. So I hope that they just heard it from the Godfather himself. Relationships are king. Well, your goal in business is to transform customers into clients, and then clients into relationships. There's no more loyal a customer than someone you have a relationship with. And you're right. Sometimes we go for the quick, quick and fast, low hanging fruit. We're just trying to get customers. We're trying to get leads. We're trying to get prospects. Where we really should be focusing, give me one relationship and you can have 100 prospects. You know, give me two clients and you can have 200 prospects. I'll take the clients. I'll take the relationships. Um, and, but it's easy for me because what attracted me to social media was the real, real authentic interaction. I've been doing social media since, on, on a personal level, nothing to do with my work since 1999, back in the old days on blackplanet.com and the chat rooms and chatting and, you know, had a ball. But it was about, Meeting cool people, that, that's, and that's what it's still about for me. It, you know, yes, I'm in here representing Black Enterprise and BlackEnterprise.com, but when I go on Twitter and when I go on Facebook, when I go on MySpace, I'm on LinkedIn. I can't even give you all the social media platforms I'm on because I love social media. Yeah. But my, my my motivation is I love learning from people. I know there's people who know things I don't know. I like laughing and joking and having a good time. I, I like you know just meeting interesting people from all over the country now all over the world because now I'm on this crusade to get as many of my Twitter followers as possible to be from out of the country because I want to know I want to know some things I want to and, and I met so many cool people I met you Eula um, Adrian um, people who maybe well I, I I met Adrian before I got on social media but I'm just saying people who I got to know better or or I wouldn't have gotten to know at all if it wasn't for social media so I tell people approach it like you just want to meet some cool people that you may not meet walking down the street or going to work every day, and let it work from there, and everything else will fall into place. Absolutely. Well, I am so honored and glad. I mean, when I get done with the radio show, I'm going to have me a biscuit and some sweet tea and say, I am one of Alfred's cool people. I have done my job in the world. I can just you know, go to Las Vegas now. Life is good. I'm, I'm one of the cool, cool folk of Alfred, so it's all, it's all good. Hey, folks, we are on Career Talk Radio. We're having this wonderful, cool, genuine, authentic business, career, and life intelligent conversation with Alfred Edmonds, uh, the social media guru. And we have your, your links of your social media, particularly your Twittering and your Facebooking um, on our chat room and NH Productions is making sure that goes out. I want to give a shout out to you, Alfred, from actually I'm monitoring several chat rooms right now. And Tammy Owens of Economic Development from the City of Virginia Beach is enjoying the show. She is thrilled that, you know, she's really having a great um, listening to our conversation. She had that social media question, of, you know, because again, um, cities, you know, um, um, economic development, cities, you know, they need to have clients that become, you know, customers that become clients that become relationships like everyone else. So your response to Eula was, was wonderful, and she's just giving you a push-up about that. And she has to give the Virginia Beach plug. The Virginia Beach is thrilled to connect aspiring entrepreneurs to your expertise. And I believe you will be seeing her in Atlanta because Virginia Beach will be making a presence down there. So she sends you some kudos and some love. Well, you know, while we're on the subject of social media, I would be remiss um, because, you, I mean, you referred to me as a guru, and you know my thing. I, no, people shouldn't call themselves guru. You let other people call you call you that. So I, I, I thank you for referring me to, in, in that way. I'm flattered. But I, the person who I have to give credit to who just geometrically accelerated my understanding and appreciation for the power of social media um, is Robin Caldwell of the J Standard out of Cleveland. Um, I, I, I've been following her on MySpace, Facebook, Twitter, I mean, she's the one who actually turned me on to Twitter, frankly. She's the one that talked me into joining it when I first joined. And she she is someone I always tell people, follow her. One, she is authentic. And two, she really has a knack for knowing how to use social media for business. Um, she's also um, is, is working, I think, as managing editor for Black Web 2.0 right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I have to give her, her credit because um, I was playing at social media for fun, and then she really taught me how to really um, harness it as a real way to – not only advance my my desire to have fun, which is what my big motivation is, <laughs> but also to to do to just to do good business and and to really be effective during my time and um, on social media. 
Love it. Well, definitely, when you get a moment, twit me her info, and I'll be putting out to Planet TCE without a problem. If you endorse her, she's a sister to me, and we, we love that. We love that. We have another uh, maybe question or statement from the chat room. Mr. Edmund, can you share with us the benefit of attending the Black Enterprise Conference? Well, I, I always tell people um, some conferences you go to talk about it, and other conferences you go about to actually do it. Um, the Black Enterprise Entrepreneurs Conference was designed for existing entrepreneurs or and or aspiring entrepreneurs who actually are ready to take some action. They're ready to meet people. They're ready to meet vendors. All of our corporate sponsors are actually looking for minority vendors to do business with. Many of the other entrepreneurs are looking for partners. They're looking for clients. Um, so uh, one, I'll use the, the description that one of our entrepreneurs who attends every year calls it. She calls it her annual MBA intensive on entrepreneurship. Wow. She comes, I mean, we, we, we tell you, you're not coming here to sit and, and be entertained. You're going to school. Bring your notepads. Come prepared. Read the agenda before you get there. Strategize about what you're going to do, who you're going to meet, how you're going to do it, what relationship you're going to follow up on after the conference is over. Because you, make, you don't make your money at the conference. You make your money afterwards. Mm-hmm. But what you do at the conference will determine what kind of money you make afterwards. We have an internal commitment. It's not a, an official commitment. It's just us editors who uh, put together the content for the conference. That if the conference is doing its job, people should make the money they spent to get there. They should make it back by the time they leave. Just in the contacts that they make, the business prospects that they generate, um, they should be able to say, the money I spent on my hotel, my travel, my registration, I have worked this conference in such a way that that will be paid off and then some in the business relationships I've established. So don't come there just to sit and nod your head and, oh, that was a nice session. Ooh, that was good. Um, you know, like some people go to church and they come to church to clap and nod and shout and then they go back to, on Monday and That's right. commit the same atrocities they were doing all week, cursing people out and treating people bad. Mm-hmm. No, come in saying, I'm here to be transformed. I'm taking notes. I'm going to come out of here with a strategy and some action items that I'm going to do when I leave here. Um, one, of, um, one of our business owners who comes every year, he uses it as his company's corporate retreat. Oh, wow. Smart Him idea. and his wife and maybe their two top executives, and it's a small company, maybe 10 employees, they take their key people, him and his wife, and then they pick two of their top key people, there's different people every year, and they use it as their annual retreat. They come in, they decide what sessions they're going to attend based on the needs of the business, and then they, have, they go to the sessions in the daytime, and then in the evenings over dinner, they map out, okay, when we get back home, this policy we're going to implement, we're going to go after this business, you're going to follow it with this contact to go after this contract. That's how to do it. That's how to do the Entrepreneur's Conference. I don't know about other conferences, but that's how to do the Entrepreneur's Conference. If you're an aspiring entrepreneur, you should be saying, okay, here's who's going to be on the agenda. I need to know about technology. I need to know about cash flow. So I'm going to attend this session, this session, this session, and I'm going to make sure I meet this person, this person, and this person so I can follow up with them after the conference. The people who do that, and, I, and I've seen 15 years of it, will come back to me and say, man, this conference made money for me. And that's what we want to hear. We don't want to hear that you just had a good time, even though you will have a good time. We want to hear, man, going to this conference helped me get my business off the ground. Going to this conference helped me to find this person to partner with and to bid on a contract with. Going to this conference helped me to realize I was in the wrong business. <laughs> and right. I need to get out of that business and get into this other business because I met somebody who helped me to do that. That's what it's really all about. The only thing we're doing at Black Enterprise is trying to bring 2,000 of the smartest, most ambitious people together in one place and then get out of their way and let them do what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, it really and, – and I'll say one more thing as, as, I'm, as I'm really uh, – because I'm passionate about what we do at Black Enterprises, as everybody knows. Yeah. I always tell people um, what someone told me the second year of the conference. He said, I now know I'm not crazy because only entrepreneurs think like other entrepreneurs. <laughs> And what, what he realized was that the Entrepreneurs Conference was the only time during the year where he was surrounded with a thousand people who think just like he does. Mm. You know, your family doesn't always understand. Your coworkers or former coworkers think you're crazy because you left quote unquote a good job to start a business. You know, you go home and your mother-in-law is looking at you funny because you took the kids out of private school and put them in public school so you have money the financial business, you, you're surrounded with people. Your kids are looking at you funny on Christmas because you ain't spending the kind of money you spent last year or you're not going on a vacation this year because you're putting the money in your business. People at your church are looking at you funny because they, they want to know why you, you left that good job to start your business. You can't tie it anymore the way you used to. Exactly, the way you used to because your, your money's going, you know, ain't, ain't, it's a little funnier than it was when you had your steady paycheck. 
So you, you, there are many entrepreneurs who go through their whole day where nobody really understands what they're dealing with. Even their employees don't always understand what they're dealing with. You get to the Entrepreneurs Conference, and you've got 1,000 people, in this case, I think in Atlanta, it's going to be closer to 2,000 people who know exactly what, how you're living, understand your mindset, understand your passion, understand your frustrations. So, again, this, 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 this couple I know that uses it as their annual retreat, they're like, we come back re-energized. We get back home. We're ready to kick ass and take names. We're ready to go because we plugged into this community of people that understands what we're dealing with. And we can take that back, and, of course, that's a network that people maintain during the course of the year. They can get on the phone and say, guess what happened in my company today? That's right. <laughs> guess what such and such a did? You won't believe what time one of my employees came to work today. You know, you won't believe you know, what one of my clients did today. And before they had nobody they can talk to, now there's a community of a networking, a community of entrepreneurs, which is another benefit of social media, by the way, speaking of benefits of social media, to be able to connect with people who understand what you're going through. And sometimes you don't need, all you need is to be able to have somebody understand what you're dealing with mm. and encourage you. Absolutely. And you know now, you know, folks are going to probably talk about this, this interview because it's one of the interviews that I'm not talking that much and I am over here just getting fed um, by you and I'm just, you know, just my feet are dancing under my desk. I mean, I know this is radio and folks can't see this, but you all have no, I mean, the, the picture that, that uh, the picture and the value that, that Alfred is sharing about this conference and even the BE brand, I mean, the, the Black Enterprise brand is all about that. Um, you know, you know the action orientation you just shared. This is not a place just to show up and like say get your little feel goods, which you know it feels good. Have a little food. I feel it, but it's action orientation. I mean, this is a place to step up, show up, follow up. You know, and create the as we say creative economics. You know, show up, step up, follow up once a year. So again, anyone that's listening, uh, all of our folks who are listening to us, which is a lot of folks, iTunes, archive, all of that. This is the fellow, first you need to be following him on Twitter because he brings it. This conference, you need to support it. You know, you need to support it. And I, I, and uh, we're all going to be sharing everything about it as well as we're Twittering and Facebooking all day long too. But I definitely want you guys just to hear Alfred's essence, to get an idea of how he brings it so you can know that, you know, this fellow is a guy that we need to pay total attention to. And, um, you know, I'm sure he'll be in, on Air Force One soon, like, like you know, like your boss. I'm sure you, you're going to get a personal ride from Obama, too. Um, we no, have, not just my boss, but my, my, my brother, my partner, my brother, Derek Dingle, who's now editor-in-chief of the magazine, he got on Air Force One. I know. And man. I'm like, Derek, man, you're doing a do, bro. Yeah, doing next time, do. have him call a sister. Yeah. You know, I can, you know, I can sing or something while the plane's going. I can work something out. You know, I mean, I am the only woman in the world who's never heard Obama speak, but that's a whole other issue. We'll do that on another show. Oh, <laughs> but my we God. Have, <laughs> we have a caller, uh, 614, uh, air code 614-855. Uh, share with us where you're calling from, and what is your question to Alfred? Good morning. This is Roger Madison. How are you, Francina? Oh, hey, Roger. How are you doing? All the way from Ohio. Love it. Uh, I, I just wanted to um, ask Alfred, well, first of all, um, let me just say I've been listening for a while, and Alfred, um, I'm one of your followers on Twitter, and um, the question I wanted to ask is I have watched the evolution of the Black Enterprise website. You've uh, got uh, a, a, a communication method that has people log in and whatnot. How big is the Black Enterprise community that you've developed with the way that you've shifted the focus of the uh, website? Well, it's not as big as I want it to be. Um, as as you, you've noted, uh, I, to give you a little background, for 13 years I was editor-in-chief of Black Enterprise Magazine, and in 2008, uh, because I, I believe, and our CEO, Butch Graves, really believes that digital is going to be the new driver of media, all media. It doesn't mean other media won't matter. It will still matter. But the new driver is digital. So, so as you noted, I came over in 2008. We launched a new version of the site in October 2008, and then we launched another new version of the site at the beginning of this year. Um, the, the current version of the site is the site is, is, the, is the site that I really think is going to drive um, the, our vision for Black Enterprise going forward. Um, we should have a million unique visitors by the end of this year. But more importantly, the site was designed to help us to connect with our social media presence on Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, LinkedIn, and a bunch of other things. So um, it, it's, it's a growing community, but the goal is, to, is for everyone to get access to all of our platforms. You can watch all of our television shows on the site. You can obviously get to the magazine content and subscribe to the magazine, both the digital version and the print version on the site. 
we're looking at iPad and iPod applications now. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. So <coughs> it's grown a lot in the last two years, but it's not where I want it to be yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on, oh, please. No, no, I've talked to you to death. <laughs> I mean, what's going on? But now it's funny he put the iPad uh, thing out there because I mean I'm a I'm a PC woman. I was on those Apple people some things, but but uh, like Alfred was saying, I mean, hopefully I, I think he answered your question, um, Roger, but yeah, it's always about increase. I think all of us, whether we're uh, emerging, uh, existing, uh, we have our communities want to take, you know, we all want to take it up a notch, and no matter where we are, having the increase of the right type of, I guess, customer to client to relationships is what we're all about, so I saw how BlackEnterprise.com was changing um, the physicalities of the site. Now, I think it looks just amazing because as a social media addict, as myself, I definitely um, like to go to one click and kind of get everything versus clicking 10 and 12 times to help build my community. So that's my effect on that. We have plenty of room. I'm, ha- I'm really happy with where we are, but we have tons of room for, for improvement. Um, we, we brought on board a, a person who I think is brilliant, Shelly um, Jones Jennings, um, who spent a lot of time at Essence.com, and she's on board as our new interactive media director, um, and and so I, I know she's going to even take us even further. Uh, but I'll say this. Our 40th anniversary issue, and I should have said this from, from jump, is our August issue this year. Forty years Black Enterprise has been around. And we're planning some major things, um, you know, this summer and into the fall, um, tied to our digital media efforts as well as other things across the, the Black Enterprise um, um, media platforms that we have. Um, but it's our 40th anniversary. I am so happy to be here to celebrate that. Wow, that sounds exciting to us too. So, Roger, is he good? He answered your question. I think we just wanted. He might still be on me. Uh, well, let me share this. We have about three minutes left. <laughs> Somehow, sixty minutes just disappeared on us. And what I want to do, I definitely, you all know, I want to thank Alfred for being here. Obviously, all of his um, links, his twittering, his Facebook is listed on our chat room. If you can't find him, all you have to do is find me because I follow. Alfred, it's just that easy. And when we're done with the show, we will definitely be putting all the things out there so folks can get empowered, be action-orientated, get involved, get engaged, so we can uh, make sure that uh, you all can know all the wonderful things of the 40th anniversary. Now, Alfred, I know there are going to be people, and I know we have like two minutes left, so maybe in a minute or so, folks are going to run and reach out to you. You said you do media appearances and speaking engagements. How can folks, what's the best way for them to find you? Well, for speaking engagements, people should reach out to Pam Purifoy, um, who we know as PR Pro Pam on Twitter, um, at 919-451-2620 or PR Pro Pam 1 at yahoo.com. She's, she's the person that, that's been uh, taking care of me in terms of, of, of speaking engagements. Um, other than that, you know, I'm easy to get to. I've been a black, you can reach me at blackenterprise.com. Um, I will ask people to do me a favor. I am maxed out on my friend requests. Facebook won't let you have more than 5,000 friends. Mm-hmm. So, so there's a whole, like, there i got 600 people waiting for me to say yes, and I can't. So <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm urging people, please go to my fan page um, and catch me over there. I put the same content on both pages. I'm just as accessible on both pages, and, I'm, and there's no limit. At least I'm not at whatever the limit is. So okay. I, I really feel bad because i got these 600 people, and I don't know what to tell them, but uh, <laughs> you know. We'll tell them how to get your fan page. We're going to make sure we put that link. And, again, we're going to be promoting all the things in every place you are and definitely a girl, Pam. That, that is, hopefully I'll get to meet her. I'm going to Durham, Raleigh in June, and I'm going to find her. Oh, you her. definitely got to make it, make, it, make it a point to meet her. And oh, can I say just one more thing? Yeah, real quick. Go ahead. Um, a big part of the Black Enterprise mission is multi-generational wealth, multi-generational financial literacy, multi-generational um, entrepreneurial training. And to that end, uh, con- concurrent with the Black Enterprise Entrepreneurs Conference, we do the Teampreneur Conference, which is a two-and-a-half-day intensive entrepreneurial training um, conference for young people ages 13 to 17. And so if you plan to come to the Entrepreneurs Conference and you have a young person um, that you'd like to bring with you, they have to be accompanied by an adult registrant. Um, this is a great program. We've been doing it again for 15 years, so our er- earlier class of people are now married and got kids running their own companies now. Uh, that's another great thing about the Black Enterprise Entrepreneurs Conference. And we actually give an award every year called the Teampreneur Award. And the three nominees this year are amazing. Um, you can find out about them at blackenterprise.com as well. And in the May issue of Black Enterprise, all our Small Business Award nominees are profiled in the uh, Enterprise section of the May issue of Black Enterprise, which should be on newsstands right now. 
awesome. Well, everyone, I got to tell you, Alfred, thank you so much. You have blessed us internally and externally. We know the biggies and what to do. I'm going to be in the chat room still. We're going to be there for about 15 minutes. I'm going to be sharing all the other lessons you shared with us. But, Alfred, thank you so much for blessing my Saturday. Thank you for being on Career Talk Radio. Well, you blessed me too, so we're even. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. And, everyone, remember, we'll be back there in the chat room for about another 10 or 15 minutes. This is Career Talk Radio. We will see you next Saturday, 10 a.m. Thank you. Be well. Be blessed. Bye-bye.